Fear the Walking Dead and the Walking Dead World Beyond have just completed episodes of their respective shows. <laughs> and yet, here we are, just getting started here on Fear of the Walking Dead World Beyond Week 2. It is our current podcast in the zombie apocalypse uh, as we're digging ourselves out of these Walking Dead trenches. I'm, I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here uh, by my, my partner in crime and all things zombie apocalyptic Jess Lee. Jess, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing great, Josh. I'm ready to talk about the giant tire fire that mm-hmm. is both of these shows. Okay. All right. Well, so, so that's a perspective. That's a tease. It's a tease of, of how we're feeling. Of course, last week we were, we were so lucky to have, uh, the, the, the very legendary, the prolific Chappelle on this show. And wow, am I just. Am I just so thrilled to say that <laughs> we we got him again? He's here. He's back. <laughs> Chappelle, uh, is is this like so? If we ask you on a podcast, you'll just say yes, even if it's Fear of the Walking Dead World Beyond. Like if we ask you every single time, are you going to be here every week? If I can make it through this, then yes, <laughs> you can just count me in for everything. <laughs> well, Josh, you are you are forgetting that this is the same man that we got to sit in on twelve hours of a twenty-four person Brant Steel yes. simulation. I think Chappelle's standards are, you know, that's where they're at. For, for yeah. those for those who do not know, Chappelle joined Mike Bloom and myself. For a two-part survivor simulation featuring the characters from Avengers Endgame, uh, a survivor simulation so epic that it needed to be broken up across two podcasts. Both of those podcasts are now available in the Poster Recaps main feed as well as in the Everything is Super podcast feed. And yet, Chappelle, you still want to talk to me. I feel like... yeah. I was thinking we could break this podcast up into two parts. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think we have enough to cover? Six hours to, to get through uh, week two of Fear and week three of World Beyond? It depends on how intense Jess', Jess is rant is this uh, this time. <laughs> uh, but I think, honestly, I think we could, we could push it. We could see what happens. I think it's possible. I think it's yeah. possible that this, this will either be brief or this may be uh, long. We don't know. My money's on brief. Where, where, where money is also <laughs> probably brief, yeah. Mostly on brief. Uh, of course, uh, the three of us are in the Post Show Recaps patron Discord, and you can talk to us there about your thoughts on not just Walking Dead, but literally anything. If you go to patreon.com slash post show recaps, sign up for the patron program, uh, join at the Discord level. Worth your while. Strange things are afoot in there. Lots of very funny conversation and uh, a decent amount of Walking Dead chatter uh, going on. I've got some feedback. Uh, to to talk through, Jess. I know that you were you were talking a little bit about what's going on in the world beyond with the great patron of Poster Recaps, Elizabeth Irwin, uh, whose main take on World Beyond was acting. It's a major problem with a few on this cast. Also, Trey Emo was uh, Elizabeth's headline on World Beyond. The two of you started talking about that a little bit. We can bring that in later if we want to incorporate some feedback. But if if, you're, if we're not cutting it here, or if you want to like swoop in and defend your Walking Dead shows uh, or or join in on the, the, the tire fire, however uh, the mood strikes you, whichever, uh, whichever suit you want to put on, uh, but I've got dibs on the brown suit for Melton. <laughs> uh, you can come to the Patreon Discord. Check it out. Patreon.com slash 
post-show recaps. Um, we call this podcast Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond, which I think implies that we begin with Fear the Walking Dead, but I am open to shaking up that format if uh, if either of you feel like we should talk about one before the other. But I think that we should keep the conversations separate for those who are just watching Fear and those who are just watching World Beyond. Jess, do you have strong feelings on the matter? Well, I, I'm, I have the world beyond very fresh in my mind. So I feel like I'm coming in hot with this and we should probably start there. Chappelle, you good with that? Yeah, let's jump into the Muppet Babies. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Muppet Babies. <laughs> All right. It's time to talk about the endlings. We're beginning with world beyond as uh, we're dealing with the, the giant tire fire. What was this called again? What do they call it? The, the, the blaze of gory? Chappelle? Place of Gore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it sounded like an attractive place to go. Yeah. And now that they've gotten there, not so much. Not yeah. not so much. So in this episode of Fear of, of, of the Walking Dead World Beyond, the, the children, the little endlings, those sweet little guys, those cute, cute little cutie patooties, decide like, all right, well, our merry adventure must continue. And the only way to continue is to go through the, the blaze of gory. And I guess they don't really have a choice because Hope, who's Iris's sister, has decided I'm just going to go Leroy Jenkins on this situation and, and break off on my own. Uh, did she just go in there? Damn it, Hope! Uh, so she's gone off on her own. Hope is lost. <laughs> hope, hope is almost lost a couple of times in there. They go in uh, to the blaze of gory and shenanigans ensue. Uh, Jess, the floor, the burning inferno of a floor is yours. Let us know how you felt about uh, our sweet, sweet little children. Those tiny little t- the, the the sweet little t- t- tykes, these these cuties who are surviving in the zombie apocalypse. How did they do this week? Is the floor mine, Josh, or do you want to take another five minutes to talk about how cute they are? They're just like a little <laughs> sweet little cherubs. Just want to crush their heads. Silas has been through a lot, and I just want to give him a hug and like you know with a blanket and be like, "Come on, Silas, we got this. Everything's gonna be good, Silas." And Elton, I'm glad you got the manuscript. I'm re- I'm looking forward to reading your ending to the book. I can't wait to see because he's got the book that his mom wrote, and somehow that's going to reveal that Hope killed his mom. You know that that's going to be that's going to connect. The last chapter is, and then a child shot me. By yeah. The yeah. end. The last thing she did, uh, and all these cute little, all these cute little. Look at these little, these little. Yeah, I do want to talk about it for another few minutes, I guess. So you're going to stop me. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop you. I'll stop you. Josh, these kids are getting a little less cute as the show goes on. What are you talking on. about? Um, what are you talking I'm, about? Listen, who hasn't murdered someone? So <laughs> on, the, on the next episode, we're probably going to find out like Elton strangled somebody with that coat. <laughs> murder babies. Yeah, murder babies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they were cute at first, but now every time someone does a flashback, we find out that someone has a, a you know, aggressive past. And so, uh, this time we got to look into Silas. Silas, who, what'd you do? Silas, what did you do? Who did you do that to? Do we have confirmation? Like who did he beat the crap out of someone? But you know, just yeah. they're cute on the Silas situation. Well, I, I think this is actually a perfect opportunity to talk about the fact that every single show since Lost has ripped off this Lost style storytelling where we have two stories in tandem and one is what's happening in the present day and one, one is what did one character do 
in the past that may or may not be tangentially related to what is going on in the present day. And I think almost every show since Lost has done this badly. And I think we only tolerated it in Lost because it was the first time we'd ever seen it. And now that it is what every drama does, I'm less happy about it. I think there are better ways to introduce this information. And I I don't know that I really care yet. I don't know Silas well enough. He's just a dude that's got some headphones. And <laughs> I really don't... This isn't the time to be talking about that because I feel like they're in the middle of a giant tire fire and I'd like to see them get out of that first. However, yeah, there is no suspense with the tire fire either because we know they're getting out of it. They didn't call the show <laughs> Walking Dead Tire Fire. And we also know that nobody's going to die in episode three of season one. And they they like to tease that they will kill anybody at any time. They're not. I kind of thought. I kind of thought maybe because there's the part the part where like the tires collapsed and Silas was like doing the hold the door thing. He's like, oh, oh, I got this. And I thought that he was gonna he was gonna succumb there, and that's how they were gonna do it. And they wouldn't show us because they're not gonna show us. They'll never show us like Silas or little Elton getting eviscerated by. There's just no way. There's no way this show is ever gonna do that. I don't know. They did that to Noah. Right. I was like, what about Noah? Yeah, but these are like 10 year old kids. You know, they're like, Carl got shot in the face. He did get shot in the face. (laughs) But at that point, Chandler Riggs was like 27, you know? I mean, but Carl was 13. (laughs) Yeah, but the actor had had shot up like a beanstalk. I didn't, didn't, wasn't that the exact same episode where Sam and his family got eviscerated? And we saw that happen. But don't they just like get (laughs) connected? And I also think that on the main Walking Dead, like you're more ingrained for that kind of thing here in World Beyond. Like the tone that has been set, I feel like has been very murder babies right but emphasis on the babies that this is like yeah this is a pg-13 walking dead yeah so doesn't that also sap some of the tension out of yes. it josh so we know that nobody's gonna get violently eviscerated we suspect. Uh, we yeah all uh the season 10 finale that we just talked about like there's no gonna be not gonna be any crunchy death sounds josh we don't think so i mean like adults could that could happen to poor felix it could happen to huck uh that's certainly I hope possible. It happens to huck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to turn heel so bad so I can hate her fully because right yeah. now I'm like I don't really care for you but you're still a part of the group but like if she part just like group. does completely left then I'm like alright good we can hate her she can die but yeah I guess oh my god I just got <laughs> eaten by a zombie because I'm fuck <laughs> that's uh, um, uh, Julia Ormond bad things could happen to Julia uh, Ormond but I don't know yes. the, show, the show hasn't done anything really aggressive toward a human character yet three episodes deep and it's just three episodes deep but it does make me wonder like is this show going to like uh, not that people can't die not that like silas can't die eventually or elton can't die eventually but i did think to this point that i thought that silas was going to die in like the tire collapsing and like we wouldn't see it very graphically that it would just like yeah like he's clearly gone now Yeah, like the tires fall and everybody's like like that's how i suspect we will lose some of these children eventually yeah, that, that's fair, Josh, because we have seen people die on this show already, albeit not in the present day. And we did see like 20,000 people get murdered off camera. Right. It was a thing that happened. Right, right. Um, but yeah, is it time for us to see like Silas's troubled backstory? Is this going to be sort of that lost format, Chappelle, where like every week we're going to get a backstory on a different character? Last week it was Felix. This week it's Silas. Is next week going to be the Huck backstory? 
I want to hear about Elton. Uh, I came here for the Elton story, and that's what I'm staying for. Yeah, uh, I think. Are you here on you, the podcast every week until we get the Elton backstory, and then I'm out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I'm 100 percent out. Oh I want the God. origin story of Elton's suit. I'm yeah, not here right. for the Elton origin yeah, story. I just yeah. want the origin story of the suit. I hope like, you know that when we get that, we will absolutely get the origin story of the suit. Like, are we gonna the moment where he finds the suit? He's like, oh yeah, this is me. No, we're going to get the cold open, like, in the suit factory, pre-zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like, somebody choosing the corduroy, and we watch the machines make the suit, and then the suit gets hung up, and it's going to be a Red Machete miniseries mm. of who yes. owned the suit before Elton found it. Yeah, corduroy. I'm all in. I'm all in. This is what I want to hear. I'd rather hear about this than Silas, honestly. But just uh, <laughs> said it correctly. We, we don't know him. And so this backstory was kind of like, oh, that looks like something that happened. You know, and then it led to almost nothing. They want to make him a pack mule. I thought that was pretty interesting. They're like, uh-huh. you, they're trying. You, <laughs> you called him, him. <laughs> yeah. You called him Holdor a second ago, and I mean, just kind of what he was doing. He's like, I'll hold the bags. You guys go risk your lives. I'll just stand back here. And he has like adult strength. You know, we've seen him a couple times now do some crazy, you know, physical things. And he doesn't want to fight. So for me. I don't really need silence on my screen yet like until the, he comes yeah. into his own. Yeah. yeah. He's the reluctant warrior. Let's get rid yeah. of the reluctance. It's the yeah. zombie apocalypse. But, you know, it's, things um, may change over the course of this cross continent, continental, uh, this cross country road trip that they're on. It's a silliness. And I'm hoping that since Felix is with them now, he will teach them how to fight. Yeah. Because I'm worried about each of them every time, you know, like in in the regular Walking Dead, I'm assuming certain people can handle themselves, you know, um, but this now, now I'm like, uh, somebody step up and do something, you know, give them some nunchucking skills. What are we what are we missing out here? <laughs> <Your> hacking skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we have something? So, yeah. I don't I don't know how I felt about this episode. Well, I do know how I felt, but I'm going to be more positive and say it was an interesting episode. And I, yeah, I think what you guys are saying is true. We probably won't lose anybody in a gory fashion, not any humans, at least, uh, you know, cause at the end that, that final scene where, um, you know, uh, Colonel Governess, whoever her name Colonel is, governess, <laughs> yeah, the governess, yeah. governess. <laughs> she, um, she could have killed that guy, you know, the, um, the, the, Hey, you guys, we shouldn't have done this guy. And I was waiting on it. She grabbed the gun. The people with the guns came in. I was like, Oh yeah, he's a gunner. And they're like, I Oh, we'll just banish you. Soup, Chappelle. I was like, <laughs> Oh, that soup is going to be bad news. Right. I thought he was poisoned. And they're yeah. just like, no, we'll just banish you until you're ready to fight again. I said, Oh, that was really nice. Oh my God. And, and, and totally out of character. Character for this show, or at least the Walking Dead franchise in general. Yeah. So and it looks like that's the route we're going. Like they just like massacred so many people in this uh, community, but they but this one guy who is expressing doubt about everything. Like, and they have right. two hundred thousand people. They said, Jess, like you can't go down to one nine 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 or whatever. Like, yeah, well, they've got a big enough population that they yeah. can sustain a gulag. So that's what they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> take them for now. But I have so many questions about this guy and this solution and. <laughs> This scene, I think I have more questions about that than I do about the zombie babies. Like, I, I get it. They're on a quest. They're doing Stand By they're Me, the home game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got Felix now, so they're probably not going to get eaten anytime soon. But Frankly, not a lot happened, right? Like, they no. made it through the blaze of gory. They needed to make a noise to get out of the blaze of gory, and they made a noise to get out of the blaze of gory, and that's and pretty much everything that happened. Yeah. They, and then, and now they're, are, they're teamed up with Felix and Huck, and so the, the quartet has added two more. Yep, they are now a sextet. Yes. 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 So that's pretty much it. But okay, we need to go back to this. So if you are that guy 
Yes. And you just watched 20,000 people get massacred and you are upset about this and you know the person that issued the directive. Why are you just knocking on her door during office hours to express <laughs> a mild concern in her home? Why aren't you like seeing if anybody else feels this way first? Like I, I feel like watching somebody murder thousands of people is really like mountain insurrection time. This is mm-hmm. not this is not, hey, um, I just had a question about the murder. Did you say mountain insurrection time? Like, that's the time zone? <laughs> They're on MIT, that's yeah. mountain insurrection time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, oh. leadership commits genocide. I feel like maybe a strongly worded confrontation is not your tactic. Like, yeah. either keep your mouth shut until you figure out what you're going to do. Or start figuring out how to foment rebellion here. Yeah, yeah, you have a good point. I mean, what's the chain of command? Like, at what point do I am I? I'm not okay with the CEO. So rather than talk to my manager or my, you know, my peers and say, "Hey, are we okay with this?" I go straight and knock on her door and just like, "Hey, remember that time you murdered all those people? I didn't really like that. I didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel great about that. Could you could you make me feel great on like a a micro level? Because I know macro (laughs) level you got this thing, but like, have you thought about the people? And, And she's like, you know what? I think you're right. I think yeah, I, I haven't really thought about people. Like, what did you expect from that? I had a, <laughs> a nice can of Campbell's soup on the stove. Right. Have a seat. Have a seat. Yeah. They didn't take all the chef Bardi. Have a yeah. seat. You want yeah. a chicken noodle? I got that. Here. Yeah. It was you know, yeah, for, for, such a, plan. For, for such an egregious choice of like, I'm feeling bad about this. I'm coming to the tippity top of the ladder before like feeling out anyone else. Uh, this guy, very lucky. It could just be a him thing, too. Like maybe everybody else is cool with it. Oh, I guess that's possible. so. Did he like go to all the other soldiers? Like, yeah, dude, yeah, no, that actually. Uh, to be completely honest, and I don't care if this makes me sound like a bad person, but it felt great. It felt yeah. great to do all. Of it's that. in the I, handbook. It's in the yeah. code of conduct. Yeah, we followed we it to a T. We, we did yeah. our job. Like, good job, well done. And then that one guy's now he's on an island. Uh, so maybe he has nowhere else to turn. But at that point, if no one, yeah, like they're all feeling good, then you really probably uh, you don't have much of a shot at the it. It could just be his problem. Right. And what outcome did he expect? Like, was she going to say, oh, you know what? Let's just bring him back to life. You're right. We did. We we screwed up, but we can backtrack. We can still save this. No, no, sir. They're dead. What do you think this woman is going to say to you? (laughs) What do you you want from her in this moment? Do you want a pat on the back? Do you want some more soup? (laughs) Sir, this was a bad idea. You're lucky you walked away alive. Yeah. He wants an apology. Very lucky. Right. Alive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was my bad. I, I shouldn't have murdered all those people. You're right. I'm when sorry. It that won't happen way, again. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it now. I think like one of the things that that scene accomplishes, if it's accomplishing a thing, is that it shows us that the, like her hands are shaking. Like she clearly is feeling like stressed. So she is sorry. I don't know if she's sorry, mm. but she's feeling <laughs> stressed. She didn't love it. <laughs> she didn't I don't know love that, it. I don't know that she loved it. I don't know if she loved that. I don't know if she loved like having to like feed this guy the soup or if she didn't love like having to throw him in the gulag or whatever, but she's stressed. Uh, she loves gover- wasting the, electricity. That's what she loves. The governess, oh my God. Yeah, the governess just like flip it. Like what a, what a flex. Like, that here, is a let flex. me turn on the stove. Let me turn on the TV. Let me turn on the AC. Let me turn on this. 
Said, listen, player, we got we have, Wi-Fi, right? Wi-Fi, what's the password again? Right, we have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Don't come in here talking to me about uh, lost lives. Governess yeah. with a capital G, a zero for the O, and two fives with the S is automated. <laughs> yeah. And then it's it's governess rules, R-U-L-Z. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy. So she doesn't feel great. We're getting these interstitials, Chappelle, with the governess. Uh and she's still just like chilling back at home. So how is this going to collide with the main plot? Is it as simple as, well, Governor's has a helicopter. So whenever she needs to get to New York, she just gets to fly there. I mean, if you ask her, it's probably that simple, right? Because yeah. she just did the, I mean, the ultimate flex. Like, let me turn the ceiling fan on you. She said, oh, you thought you got away? It's okay. We have gasoline and yeah. we have a helicopter. We also have a jet and we, you know, we, we have a watchtower in the middle of, you know, yeah. the country. So we'll see you eventually. Right, so just run along. Hot tub. Yeah. We've right. I, I can watch Mr. Wizard whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think, I don't know how it's going to collide. It just has to be some intel, right? Like they're going to trip something or, destroy something that they shouldn't have destroyed and then it's going to get back to her like oh that one thing that we were keeping as a contingency is gone now we have to go find these usurpers and send them to the gulag like is that what she's i guess but she kind of sent them on their way anyway like she gave them the map so you have to believe that she kind of wants them to go that way she sent them on a snipe hunt i think (laughs) right so maybe she's gonna pop up in new york (laughs) i have i have uh basically no idea what what it is the governess wants sometimes she (laughs) wants the people to go to new york and find the guy and then other times she wants to kill everybody and steal their electricity like what does she want did she really just want like the cool house i feel like that's probably a better way to get it is she upset because like is is her like shaking hands and like teary eyes is this is this an expression of remorse for telling the people to go find the thing like is she just upset like oh man i really effed that one up now i had to murder 20,000 people i really shouldn't have told them shouldn't have gotten drunk and told them where to find their dad <laughs> yeah that may have been a mistake yeah, I, I, I really biffed that one. Uh, some <laughs> feedback on The Walking Dead World Beyond this week from Andrew Yu, who says, wasn't too thrilled with the first two episodes. 20 minutes into episode three, I give up. on this one. Maybe I'll check back in if they ever meet up with the helicopter people. So Andrew Beyond has lost How- Andrew Yu. Wow, Andrew, how dare you? Let's just, uh, you're not going to give us five episodes? You could. I mean, what else are you doing? Come on. Hey, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew's it. listening to the podcast. Andrew, yeah, he'll Andrew's listen. He's just not going to watch. All right. Uh, and I was like, I'm hanging out, Andrew. Come yeah. uh, come hang out with you. Yeah, you come know? hang out. Come hang yeah. out. This is why we're doing it. Uh, we got a lot of those, actually. They don't uh-huh. watch the show. They just want to know what we thought of the show. Yeah. And it's kind of like they, they like to watch people suffer. Uh, Elizabeth Irwin also not impressed, as I mentioned before, and in the Discord said, I'm really disappointed in the casting of the few, the acting, it's so clearly poor. I swear at one point, one of the actors just stared right at the camera. Uh, if they didn't have time to do reshoots, they should have shelved the show. Uh, her point is, I can't believe this made it, uh, to, uh, past all of like the levels of security it needed to go past to, to be aired. It's so far below the standard of what we've become accustomed to. Um, so harsh feedback for the walking dead world beyond from the, from the listeners of fear of the walking dead world beyond this week. I have a positive. Yeah. It was really cool seeing them wearing masks. It actually made the, made, the world made sense. 
Yep. So yep. they were wearing their mask in the tire fire and it, it felt normal. I was that like, wow, real. look at what we are. Yeah. <laughs> look at where we are. Yeah. I watch TV shows now and I'm like, these people yes. don't have a mask. Yes. Aren't you sitting close to that guy? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And I have like <laughs> recurring nightmares too now where like I'm hanging out with a bunch of people, then deep into it, I'm like, I'm not wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wearing the mask. Right. So halfway through the episode, I saw everyone was wearing a mask, and I just kind of, I breathed a sigh of relief. You know, yeah, I was like, right. hmm, look at that. Look at normal. Look at life. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, that was cool. In our own blaze of gory. <laughs> all right. So the crew's together. Huck and Nina are like, all right. It makes a lot of sense that these kids want to keep going, and we are definitely not closer to New York than we are to back home, but we'll still keep going to New York. Yeah, we're we're five miles out of Omaha. I think it makes sense to keep going the other two thousand. It makes sense if they knew that Omaha was trash now. uh, (laughs) Yeah, you're grown. How dare you let these kids like convince you to walk to New York? (laughs) (laughs) A kid would have a difficult time getting me to walk to the grocery store right now. You gonna walk to New York? Okay, thanks, Felix. You're a lot of help. Let's are they going to find some other transportation at some point? Like, are they going to try to ride bikes or I don't know? Well, it's 10 years in. I think we kind <laughs> of established that you don't really have that option anymore. But it seems like you could find something to get you there that doesn't require you to walk the entire way. All right. So here's what I'm going to do uh, from Omaha to Buffalo. It's called Buffalo. Uh, how far is that on foot? How long would that take? Take you 318 hours to to do that on foot. Uh, mm, debatable, you know. <laughs> so like uh, that's you know uninterrupted. I think too. So no mm-hmm. sleeping. There's no sleeping at all. You're just trekking. You're hoofing it for 318 hours. How long is 300? How many 318 hours in days? That's uh, uh, as they like to say. Just it's a fortnight. Uh, oh, it would take a, a fortnight. Of consecutive walking, uh, just about 13.25 days, 13 days and a quarter of a day of so, nonstop walking. I think we have to assume that they're going to take breaks. So they it's going to take them breaks. It's going to take them about breaks. a month. Yeah. Zombie, zombie breaks break as well. Zombie breaks and obstacles. Yep. Uh, yep. Who knows what other blazes of gory exist out there? Because uh, their path, if they're, if they're walking a straight line, essentially, they're going to go through. Chicago. They first they go through Des Moines. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably want to walk around those. I would avoid the cities. You know, you got to go. You're you're going near Cleveland. Mm, nobody avoid, wants to go to Cleveland. <laughs> I'd avoid uh, Cleveland now. <laughs> you know, if they're on their way to Cleveland, I believe that may be the location of a different community in the world of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Uh, so maybe they'll be uh, maybe they're not going to make it to New York so easily after all, unless Julia Orman catches them in Chicago on her helicopter and takes them the rest of the way. I would steer clear of the entire state of Virginia because not only have you got Mexico, we're not talking about Virginia. Yeah, I'm just saying, like you, you get through. You might run into the people from Alexandria, and they'd probably just have their kill switches on. Oh yeah, and if not, like, what if there are like extra whisperers out there? Like, entire state of Virginia, just assume it is a tire fire and go around. Yeah, it's starting to bother me more and more that they just embarked on this like Pokemon journey of like walking out into the wilderness with nothing but like with nothing but Silas for protection. I don't really love it. Uh, I don't they know where necessary they- things. They brought a bowling ball. They brought a manuscript. Chef Boyardee. 
Yeah. yeah. And I thought them, they tore through that shit party. It <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I my destiny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is the is Big Mo a Pokemon? Yes. <laughs> Pokemon is is that Mo. his is that his final form or is no, that like no, his no, only no, form? No, 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 no. He's like in coughing mode. He hasn't activated wheezing yet. Oh, okay. that's when he's two Big Mo's yeah, and they combine into one. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and Big Mo made an appearance. I didn't think we were going to see Big Mo in this Big episode. But there was like a little dude. flashback for Big Mo. I'm I'm very excited. I'm tracking Big Mo. Big Mo but dies that was just a flashback. Kids die. Big Mo dies before any of the kids. <laughs> That was just a flashback, though. Do we know they still have Big Mo? No, we don't know it. You're we right assume. about that. We assume. Yeah, we assume. I mean, we can't Silas carry at this point. You know, That's I really just point. don't like that they like strapping stuff onto him like he's a mule. That's gonna. <laughs> he's the Hulk. Crew. He's he's Holdor. He's Hulk. He's Hagrid. Hank. He's he's everything but a fighter. We need you to be a fighter right now. Like we he's need that today. He's the tank. Uh, but they do need a Sherpa. They do. And I assume that when he said, "I'm coming with you," they. They weren't like, no, man, we don't, we barely know you. We've exchanged like 10 words. Why would we bring you with us? Oh, wait, you're kind of big. Can you carry my backpack? Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Good. As long he can drape a blanket over you like he did in the last scene. What was that no. about? Is it cold? It's just like a... It's a comfort blanket. Yeah, it's like, you need some of my comfort blanket here. I got you want my blankie? Yeah. I don't... See? See? Blanket. That's what we do dealing with these children. I, yeah. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Is that blanket the blanket from Brave Little Toaster? Oh my gosh! Uh, Blankie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. God, do not traumatize me with that movie, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have nightmares tonight about the vacuum choking on his cord. Oh yeah, that's not good. Or the air conditioning. <laughs> what, do you think? what if that air conditioning was the one that the governess was turning on? Uh, oh, it could be like uh, what if what if like the next season of Fear the Walking Dead? God, governess. <laughs> What if next season of next season World Beyond is definitely like all of her electric appliances going out to find her? (laughs) It's only a nightmare if they're not wearing their masks. (laughs) (laughs) The Brave Little Toaster. Uh, Anything else from Walking Dead World Beyond or the Brave Little Toaster that you'd like to get into before we move on to Fear of the Walking Dead? Um, I enjoyed Julia Ormond's vintage World War II posters. Mm -hmm. Um, The propaganda. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, I thought Hope is an idiot for throwing away a perfectly good Zippo that she's been carrying around for a decade. Yeah. That was dumb. Um, it's weird that Elton has never heard the phrase haul ass. Yeah. Well, for Elton, is it weird? I mean, <laughs> it might not run, be. right? They've never <laughs> had Elton before. Yeah. Or when like he was out in the world and now he's been safe inside his uh, inside the walls of Omaha and also inside the, the fabric of his uh, corduroy suit for yes. Yeah, using a dinosaur horn to kill people. <laughs> I, love, I love Elton. Elton's my current favorite character in the Walking Dead universe. He's gonna make the best action figure. Yes, yes, for sure. All right. Let's talk about Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, so week two, week two of Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, week two Week two of Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, a little bit of Morgan, a little bit of Morgan, a little bit of Morgan in this episode. <laughs> Morgan number five. Uh, it, it, this is at least Morgan it's, number it's five. It's like Morgan number 25 at this point. <laughs> at least Morgan number five that we're dealing with right now. Um, tiny bit of Morgan, but uh, a lot of Lenny James, because I believe Lenny James directed this episode uh, of, of Fear of the Walking Dead. I think directorial debut for Lenny James, if I'm not mistaken. I may be mistaken. Um, but it is a uh, 
it is effectively a Strand and Alicia check-in episode. What's going on with them now that they are uh, under the thumb of Virginia uh, and they meet new friends, Dakota. What's up, Dakota? Is that her name, Dakota? Am I getting yeah, it? Right? Dakota. Yeah, that's, Dakota. That's Dak. I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's just like mini Virginia. Dak, She's yeah. even got the same hair with the same bangs. Yeah. Right. You, you took one look and you're like, oh, Virginia's sister. Right. I was like, her daughter? I just knew, like, those people are related. Those two people are. She doesn't look like she's old enough to have a daughter that age, but Mm -hmm. it is the apocalypse. Strange things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Virginia, Dakota, who else is in their family, do we think? Have we met Connecticut yet? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Oh, my gosh. I think Carolina is probably. We're going to Carolina, in my mind, at least. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jenny and Jack and Lina. Okay, yeah, I like Lina. these people. Yeah, I like these people. Uh, who else do we got? Like hey, Florida. Nah, Georgia is easy. Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Uh, so we'll we'll meet the full family at some point. I assume. Yeah. I assume their housekeeper's named Florida. It's oh possible. no! <laughs> who, knows? who knows who else is out there in the in the Virginia family? But we meet Virginia's sister this week. We meet Strand and Alicia again, and they're shoveling shit. They're on latrine duty. Uh, they're on duty duty, and they are in huge trouble. Huge duty when they when they cross one of these rangers who really doesn't uh, like Strand at all. And Virginia has decided, like Strand, giving you one last shot, man. Uh, one last shot to show me that you got what it takes to be part of the crew. And we're going to send you to resolve this like, impossible task at this camp uh, where there's all of these walkers behind a uh, garage door. And the last time we opened the garage door, I got to tell you, Strand, it went badly. <laughs> if you watched the first five minutes of this episode, you'd know. Because the first five minutes of the episode are like, all right, open the door and everybody be cool. And this wannabe Jim Beaver character who's got the gun, he's like, all right, you got to do the thing. And then uh, who's the guy who who survives this but doesn't survive later? That's, That's uh, Sanjay. Sanjay, My yeah. Sanjay, yes. <laughs> Highly relatable content when Sanjay's like, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> it was the rise and fall of Sanjay for sure. <laughs> like, the first scene, I'm like, yes, Sanjay, protect yourself. Live it. The- no, you have to live to fight another day. By the end of the episode, I was like, could somebody kill Sanjay? Because <laughs> he's getting on my nerves. Like, he can go. He can- uh, I, did- I, felt- I did not feel bad for him at all. I was like, Sanjay, yeah. you've done nothing at they opened- all. They opened the garage door and goes poorly, and like everyone's just getting like sucked underneath the garage garage door including wannabe jim beaver who like is acting all tough and then like suddenly he gets sucked under too uh so it's like all right so this is gonna be a problem how are we gonna clear this out and much like how you could yada yada the walking dead world beyond storyline this week with well they had to get through the blaze of gory and they got through the blaze of gory the yada yada version of this is strand and alicia have to problem solve the garage door zombies they problem solve the garage door zombies yeah they Uh, they are up on their yeah they're up on their temple grandin they are. I gotta say, uh, I I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying Fear of the Walking Dead. It's good again. Like it, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's it got good. high highs and low lows. Some good like, action. The Sanjay stuff was 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 a ride. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. truly, the rise and fall of Sanjay was. It was an arc. There was a character arc in this episode. Yeah, things happened. Uh, it started yeah. with some things that they needed to answer, and then they answered the things. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what more can you ask for? And I am famously not even a, a fear guy. Like fear yeah. was one. You know how people like just listen to the podcast. I was just listening to the podcast at that, at some point. So I'm like Daniel in this in this episode. I don't remember who anyone is. <laughs> I'm like who? And Daniel's like who? I was like yeah. Thank you, Daniel. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> who is this girl and this other girl like where do y'all come from so this was a good episode for me because it was like you said there was action there was a story I didn't have to know everyone because no one knew everyone Daniel definitely didn't so yeah <laughs> it worked for me for sure I was happy to see him back I know him um, but um, there was a couple other people who, uh, squinting a little bit like what do you, what do, you do here and so um, yeah it was a good episode for me uh, yeah but it was all about the garage door that it's all about that door. Yeah. So speaking of that. speaking of what do you do here? Return of Charlie. Return of Charlie. Oh yeah. Yes. So, so Charlie is the kid who killed Nick and is yeah. still on the show. And I point <laughs> to Charlie as like exhibit A of like they're not gonna kill the kids on the Walking Dead World Beyond. Like they're just not gonna do it because they would have killed Charlie by now. Uh, and they haven't done that yet. And I'm I am I am shocked that they're so committed to the Charlie bit. Uh, they're almost as committed to the Charlie bit as Salazar is committed to the amnesia bit. Um, he did a good job. I was, I was impressed. I was, yeah. impressed. I was impressed to be honest. Wait, Charlie is the ponytail, right? Yep. There's okay. another kid. Remember about the ponytail? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's ponytail. Up, yes. See, when she walked up, I was just like, I, I think I saw you. I know you. And I was like, oh yeah, she killed yeah, Nick. Why are you here? Nick. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why are you? <laughs> Alicia like read her for filth and then like got that <laughs> out of her system and now they're friends again. Like yeah, yeah it was kind of mother, but we're cool now. It was kind of the microcosm of Negan killing Glenn and Abraham and then somehow in the end of the last season teaming up with Daryl to kick zombie. Yeah, ass. people are like getting cool with Negan. On this yeah, show, not, they got cool with Charlie. It took <laughs> him like, 10 years. Here. It took Charlie like 10 minutes. It took Negan yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. Negan killed Glenn. Yeah. Charlie, yeah. Charlie killed Nick. Come on. Even Alicia was like, you know, honestly. <laughs> it kind of sucks. It's kind of a load. <laughs> it kinda, it's a lot. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess, like, the episode is basically, like, how does Strand get his groove back, right? Like, so, if Morgan is transforming into something, if he's Morgan number five and Morgan number five is some amalgamation of the Morgans he's been previous, where now he can kill again, but he's, like, a righteous warrior, um, Strand is being like a shady, shady dude again, where he's like, Sanjay, come here. You got to help me out. <laughs> Sanjay. That was the best. <laughs> where he's like, Sanjay, you got to be a hero now. We got to step up. To, you know, we got to put the pedal to the metal. Sanjay's like, I'd really love to just stay in the RV. That's okay. Sanjay wanted no parts at all. Sanjay's sacrifice helped us all get through this episode. <laughs> and Strand's Strand. like, I know that you look real comfy in that corner there, man, but I need you. So come on out. And so Sanjay's like, all right, well, what do you need me to do? And Strand's like, it's actually pretty simple. I need you to die, Sanjay! <laughs> he, he, you know, does like the Shane thing where Shane like stabbed Otis back mm-hmm. in the day, right? And left Otis to get uh, killed. And so he does that to Sanjay. And I, you know, I kind of like i forget exactly what he says to sanjay but he basically dresses him down on his way out the door like he's just yeah. like sorry sanjay you should have been cool before now you, <laughs> you got what's coming sanjay and sanjay's like no and that's like the, 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 what a terrible way to go poor sanjay uh, it was time 
And so Strand, <laughs> yeah, I, I was fine with it. And so Strand is like, so he's like now a dick again, I guess. Like, but it's like it's he's doing this because this is what it's going to take to survive. And so well, he's doing this because he cares about Alicia and he doesn't want her to be involved. And so he's like, I'm having you reassigned. I can't have you near me because you're too good, and I got to be a bad person. And I don't well, wa- I don't want you to be involved. in This, this is the hilarious thing, Josh. At the end of the last episode of Fear, we said we don't think this complete character transformation really suits Morgan because we've seen it too many times. It doesn't land. Now, if Strand underwent a complete character transformation, that would be a different thing. And we'd like to see it. And so I guess we got it. We got basically the exact same thing. It's like Strand goes through a thing and then takes up a new mantle and he's going to have a new outfit. Like his season six outfit is going to be different from his season five outfit and the action figure is all new. And now he's going to be, he's going to be like a warden or whatever they were calling him. Yeah. yeah. Ranger. He get, yeah. Ranger. Yeah. He gets to wear a key on his chest. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I I thought I I thought the more compelling thing about the episode was that they did the whole garage door thing because they thought there was a weapon that Virginia was going to use against an unknown person who it, I assume was Morgan. Right. There's this a weapon. Right, but it's like, oh no, <laughs> Strand is the weapon. The real the weapon was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, you know what? I closed the laptop. Like, you know what? It's time. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, that's my time for today. Uh yeah, so the weapon is the army yeah. that Strand is going to lead because she needed to find a good leader for this ragtag group of misfits to take on Morgan? I think. Morgan. Oh, I think so. It feels that way. It's it feels- a guy with a stick. Yeah. It's a Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's the, um, we need an army because they've got a Morgan. You know, we've got an army. <laughs> I've got a Hulk. Uh, oh even though that's Silas. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that that's what they're going for. And I got to ask, because that's the Strand deal. What is Daniel Salazar doing? He's just cutting hair. He's pretending like he doesn't remember anything. He forgot how to speak Spanish. How how does anyone around Salazar, I'm talking like Virginia and stuff, like how do any of these people buy any of this? Uh, you know, I get often accused of being too committed to a bit, but Salazar is like deep in the joke. This is like the Andy Kaufman of the Walking Dead yeah. universe. He's singing paparazzi every single every night for single months. <laughs> for months. <laughs> he, yeah, I, I was convinced. I started to believe it. I said, oh, yeah, he doesn't believe he doesn't remember you. Why? I don't remember you. So I was Salazar I was right there with him. <laughs> You're going full Terry Bauer with Daniel Salazar, right. really? And but it I, turns out it's like, no, nah, Morgan, I know you. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, you. Mo- it's, it's just Morgan. it's Morgan. It's yeah. Morgan. And yeah. then yeah, so I didn't know if there was a transition in the middle where he kind of started remembering when they started, you know, doing like the mnemonic devices and trying to get them to to get things to click. But once you saw Morgan, it's just like, oh no, this is why I'm doing. Oh, that's this. my guy. I like. Yeah. I mean, I totally get why he's going to pretend to not know Strand. Yeah, sure. Right. Like, hey, you <laughs> yeah. shot me in the face. Like, yeah, remember F- that you, time man. when you literally shot me in my face? <laughs> and you just... think I, I'm going to talk to you? 
in Strand's defense, he did say, you know, that something's wrong with that guy because I've never seen him flinch before. I, yeah. I Dick Cheney'd him, and he's and he didn't even move. I shot him in the face. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I that guy in the face, and he lived, and now like he's twitching. He apologized like, to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, if somebody shot me in the face, I'd pretend I didn't know them either. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know you. <laughs> right. After that, I don't know you at all. Yeah, I don't know her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe like Salazar's like they like they buy it. Oh my God, they buy it. I, it was a, it was, I rolled the dice. I, took a <laughs> I didn't think that anyone was going to buy the old Salazar's got amnesia tactic, but they're all buying it. I cannot break character for strength, but there's Morgan. That's my guy. That's who I've been waiting for. He's on the outside. I'm his inside man, but we got to keep this airtight. No one else can know. So Salazar is deep. He's embedded. <laughs> Not That's to it. spoil another show you're watching, but. There's another television show, a, a, a comedy, uh, that tried something similar to this, where one of the characters just completely forgot who they were, allegedly. And then it came out later on that they were lying, but the show really didn't address it too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so have fun com- uh, building a community around that. Uh, okay, little all right. <laughs> I'm in yeah. a little plug for community building. A podcast. <laughs> About a theoretical community podcast that we're doing over on the Post Show Recaps Patreon, which you can subscribe to at patreon.com. It's exciting. It's weird. There's also, there's an amnesia storyline in season two of the Umbrella Academy, which is Josh's favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) Josh has put his headphones off. That is very much. And left the room. It's okay, Jess. I'll talk about it with you. There is, <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm not to the end of it, but I, I am I kind of of the of the mind that the character is faking it. So I will be interested. It's weird, like amnesia just keeps coming to me and forcing me to not forget it. Yeah. Uh, Salazar, he's like, I listen. These idiots are letting me cut their hair. They're giving me scissors, guys. I got scissors. I got I, I got razor blades like I got the sharp stuff, and these idiots after two weeks believe that I have forgotten everything, that that, that I have forgotten literally everything that has ever happened to me before. I don't even know who Ophelia is. Like they they buy it, they're in hook, line, and sinker. So I can get them. You know I could use the scissors. I could do the you know the quick stab. Use the razor. Go. I could do it. But why don't we think about timing? Let's think about like let's get a plan in place because I am in and I'm not flinching. I mean, I'm flinching, but it's part of the act. Like, <laughs> they're not going to get me. I'm hooked in. Can't waste this on Strand. Definitely on Morgan. Morgan's my guy. Yeah, definitely uh, don't waste it on Charlie either. So, yeah, no. so it's like, all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm your guy because when, when you like set the signal fire, I'm gonna trust Morgan that like now it's go time, and that's when it goes. Stoop, you know. So that's what we're waiting for. It's a uh, uh, Chekhov's uh, uh, barber. Chekhov's barber <laughs> is what's happening right now. And it's mm-hmm. not its not suspicious at all that he told the one guy, oh, I forgot my good scissors. You need to go back and get them. And the guy's going to come back. He's be like, I didn't find your scissors. He's like, oh, wait, no, these are my good scissors. Amnesia. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. My bad. I forgot. I, I got <laughs> to be honest. I forgot. Uh, some more feedback from Andrew Yu, who says, man, these Rangers sure are nonchalant around walkers. Those two dummies with the guns. They weren't even paying attention to a hundred zombies, not less than five feet away. Uh, that is correct. Andrew also says, damn, Strand did Sanjay dirty. Also correct. <laughs> 
it was time. San- Sanjay had been, he had been, <laughs> he had been tiptoeing around everything. Yeah. And I mean, when was he ever useful? He was always like, oh, I see this thing y'all are about to do. I'm just going to stand over here and you know, just handle that and then come back and tell me how it goes. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that's the, the, the least sad I've been for like an innocent character in the Walking Dead universe ever. Totally. This- with, with that said, though, Chappelle, like, uh, I like a big Sanjay energy over here in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that's, like, that's, uh, oh yeah, I re- it was relatable. We were out the garage. No, I literally cannot do that. <laughs> End it fast. He's like, he's like help them. Like, I, no, I, I, can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot. Sorry about it. Out of the RV. You're gonna have to drag me out, Strand. <laughs> right. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I've got <laughs> the comfy seat. I've got the window here. Like, no. Him and no. Dakota just in there chilling. Yeah. No. Nah, it, I just think there could have been a better way. We didn't have to sacrifice Sanjay, but I wasn't mad that it happened. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Andrew also asked, why did they let so many zombies out of the door at once to begin with? How about like batches of manageable amounts? Well, I think once the door is up, you can't get the door back down. Maybe. Well, they yelled, Sanjay, pull the door down. And he was gone. Oh, there's that too. Maybe they were gonna. He booked. Yeah, they're gonna do like a few at a time, but they didn't have a doorman. The, they literally said it. They pan over to the to the door, like where the chain is, and Sanjay's gone. And that was the moment I said, "Yeah, he's got to go." Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sanjay was an idiot because he goes back into the RV. He doesn't yeah, like, right. run away. He doesn't try to hide. He's just like, "No, I'm done. I'm taking a break." He had the safest job and ran and left everyone for dead. And didn't even run all the way away. He just ran to the RV. It it's was like, there's time. a comfy seat. I'm going to go sit in the comfy seat. I'm going to the comfy spot. Uh, uh, Josh, it was time. It's okay. You know it what else? Time. You know what else made me laugh really hard in this episode is uh, so that moment where where Virginia calls uh, Strand and Alicia have to go to the principal's office, right? And Virginia's there mm-hmm. getting her hair cut. And like, it doesn't look like anything has happened with her hair whatsoever. So like, <laughs> none, of, none of that made any sense to me whatsoever. Um, but she's like, all right, here's your punishment. You got to go uh, do some fighting for me. And so she has in her principal's desk drawer, Alicia's like ridiculous weapon that she has <laughs> had since at least season four, which is, I still don't even know what that is. It's like it, the end of a gun. It's a like, pipe? En- it's like the end of like a, like a tank gun or I don't know what it is, but it is like this weird graded metal thing with a slightly sharp edge that Alicia has had for way too long. So like, no, this is her action figure accessory. This is Alicia's iconic weapon. Like, if we are power ranking the iconic weapons of The Walking Dead, that one it's is up very there. close to the bottom. Oh, God, yeah. it's a terrible weapon. And it's, in fact, the fact that Virginia just had it in her drawer. She's like, here, you're going to need this piece of shit. <laughs> it's, like, it's like down below Maggie Green's road sign. Yeah. <laughs> the road sign is much better. Well, at least it's iconic. You know, we can't see Alicia without it. I mean, she looked weird without it when when she gave it back to her. It was like a, an extension of her arm almost. Yeah. You know, it just it was like it was just it's like it's meant to be. So, you know, in the action figure, I'm not mad if I get Alicia with that. Now, if you give Alicia something practical, I'm probably looking at you weird. Like this is this doesn't fit. It just doesn't. It's not her. It's not her. Yeah. Uh, you would think by now they would locate it like a mall. I think 
probably every mall in America has like a random like weapon shop that has those like those really sharp objects that that well, are completely useless but people collect them. Guy maybe in middle right America now. they do. They're in the <laughs> right. That's where I live. Right now. Uh, <laughs> coastal <laughs> elites do not have any such thing. They're in a commune <laughs> surrounded by bad guys with all of their bad guy weapons. They've got assault rifles and knives yeah. and stuff. Like why do they need to give oh, here Alicia, here's your piece of shit from the road. Uh, well, it's because it is a piece of shit. Like, if her weapon was a crossbow or something you could kill humans with, they wouldn't give it back that. to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she can't have a real weapon, but it's she so can bad. have her, like, Nerf gun that she can use to take out some zombies. So odd. So odd to me. I just have not been able to get over, like, I can't believe that, like, Alicia's, like, strange road scrap has, like, survived through uh, uh, two seasons. Like, fear to Forget Walking Dead World Beyond. Fear the Walking Dead really doesn't want to kill anybody. Like, they, <laughs> they, like Fear the Walking Dead had a really hard time letting go of Jimbo the Brewer. Uh, and like they haven't killed anyone really important uh, in a very long time. They're very yeah. committed. I mean, who do they think they are? Walking Dead regular? You know, they can't. They, can't, <laughs> they cannot get rid of Alicia's uh, piece of scrap. Like that has to stick around for the long haul. That's here forever because no one's very efficient. Yeah. It'd be different if she wasn't efficient with it, but she she does she does what needs to be done every time. You give it to her, and she's she's fine. It's like Michonne and her sword. It's the same. The same energy. I guess. It's a single use appliance. She can't use it for anything else. <laughs> right. It's. It's so odd. It has one sharp part, and the rest of it is a cylinder. Yeah, yeah Alton Brown would hate this thing. It is useless. <laughs> it looks unwieldy. Like it's hard to like grip. Probably. I don't know. I don't get it. Someone weigh in. What do you think? The heart about? wants what it wants. Josh, what is what? Yeah. Do you, what do we want to name it? Like, I mean, I think Mo- Morgan's literally using a stick. Yeah, but he's trained like, in the arts of Aikido, Chappelle. You know? I mean, but a stick. He's Donatello. <laughs> you know? Fair. It's a stick. It. It's just it's just a stick. It doesn't even have a face on it. It doesn't even have a face on it, Josh. It's just a stick. I don't yeah. Yeah. It is But pointy. it's got like a cool handle and <laughs> yeah. carvings. Hit him with the pointy end, I guess. Yeah. More. Look. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So uh, that's that's Fear of the Walking Dead this week. And then one last little bit of feedback that came in while we were recording from Podrick Racer. Because I feel like for posterity, we got to say this. Podrick Racer says, I like the world beyond. It's the first Walking Dead content that I've been able to get my 13-year-old daughter interested in. It feels a bit more wrinkle in time than Stand By Me. But either way, I'm up for some kids saving their parents' adventures. Uh, so there you go. There are people out there. Uh, I'm enjoying watching World Beyond. I'm having fun watching these oh, it, shows. It is entertaining as hell to watch it and podcast I'm having a good time. It. I'm having a good time. I, I hope that that's translating. Like, even if we're picking at nits, this is a more that's of a That's what I like doing. I you enjoy know? picking the nits. And I it like gave it. me a lot of nits. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Chappelle, you having fun? I am. I'm, I'm a Big Brother fan. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. The, bar, the bar is in hell. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I can God. be entertained by anything. And oh, this is God. great. This is great. I don't understand it. <laughs> I'm confused about all of the decisions that are being made. I not right. I'm not quite sure how Hope learned how to take a siren apart uh, and put it back together and get it to work. But you know, she, she did. She had to do. Yeah, she and, can make alcohol. Put together a siren. Yeah, right. Yeah, she she's the right. the kid with the leather jacket. You know, the 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 one with the troubled past. Like that's the the, the person we root for in every she's show. Tori from the second wave of Saved by the Bell. Ex- 
Exactly. <laughs> she's Sean from Boy Meets World. Like, oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's that kid. So, you know, she, she has skills. She can hooch. She can siren. So, you know. <laughs> Watch me hooch. Watch I like siren. <laughs> I, like, I like watching them grow. You know, just little sweet little darlings. Yeah. yeah. You, just wanna, you just want to squish their heads, don't you, Josh? These little, <laughs> these little angels here on The Walking Dead World Beyond. So we'll be back next week talking more fear, more World Beyond. See what Big Mo is getting into next Big week. Mo. Got to see Big Mo. See if Big Mo is going to show up. Uh, plenty of other things happening on post show recaps. Again, Chappelle was here talking everything is super with the, with the crazy stuff with the survivor simulation. Jess, I know you and Mike Bloom, you guys are, are deep into disco, disco fever. We got the disco fever season three of Star Trek discovery after great start. We're having fun. Check us out. Uh, and keep an ear out for uh, so the Lovecraft Country podcast is wrapping up this week. The finale just aired. Uh, and then the Mandalorian is just around the corner. And Kevin and Latanya and I are going to be talking about Baby Yoda. Uh, so if that sounds like a fun time for you, that podcast, our preview podcast for season two, it's coming your way uh, Monday, next Monday. So uh, it's October something. I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> Me neither. You know, I'm. I do have a, a tiny backstory with the Mandalorian at my last job. I was talking to people, I guess it had just been released or something. I don't, I don't really follow the Star Treks and worlds and whatnots. Yeah. And, and I thought that the Mandalorian was a musical instrument <laughs> and <laughs> my coworkers uh, have not stopped reminding me <laughs> about that moment <laughs> because I was confused. I thought this was like the violinist or <laughs> the yeah. pianist. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, it's the Mandalorian. Is somebody who plays a mandolin. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, woo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yep. Adrian Brody as the Mandalorian. Yeah, That's where my yeah. mind went. Yeah. And only to find out that it was Star Wars. So yeah, this is lets you know my back my backstory right. with the yeah. whole franchise. Sounds like we're gonna have to get Chappelle on a Mandalorian podcast. Do not do that. <laughs> All right, do not we could do be that. the musical guest. Uh, <laughs> I, I could do that. <laughs> plenty, plenty going on in the poster recap space, uh, both on the main feed as well as on the patron feed. I just watched the boys. I just talked about the boys over at Watching with Wiggler this week. We've got Beetlejuice coming up on post show recaps theater and another oh. episode of Community Building coming. Just a few days from now. So plenty of stuff going on. Stuff and things, if you can believe it. We'll be back next week with more Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond. Until then, everybody take care. Bye, Big Mo. 